Welcome to GoodBuddy's Market Pulse Update for 12th of July 2021. Every Monday, we provide a concise overview of the key themes driving financial markets and investor decisions around the world. We're joined today by Chief Investment Officer Bernard Swords. Good morning, Bernard. Uh, Bernard, we've gone from a market that was, you know, very, very worried about an overheating global economy and inflation to, I suppose, concerns about a big slowdown and, and growth fears. Can you kind of just give us all a bit of context about what's going on? Yeah, certainly. Good morning, everybody. Yeah, quite, quite a turnaround in emotions, certainly, anyway, over the last month, if nothing else. And um, the, the growth concerns, I suppose, have been driven by two factors. One, as, as we've been saying ourselves, we're coming to a, a peak in, in the economic momentum. You know, when we look at year on year statistics or month to month statistics, that we're, we're nearing the peak in that. So people are, are, are beginning to, to alter their positions on the back of that. So that, that's kind of a, a, a background, background framework in there. What you've had over the last few weeks is also the, the, the spreading of the new variant of the virus. And people are beginning to think, will this cause a serious disruption uh, to economies in the, in the short term? Um, so that that's what brought uh, there two of the highlights from last week, and people are putting that in the context of there was a, again another leg down in bond yields in the US. So the ten-year yield, which would have been up at one seventy, one eighty at the end of March, dropped down into the one twenties and dropped quite quickly. Um, we would caution about reading too much into that. Uh, fixed income markets are quite distorted due to central bank intervention, like the amount of money that's going in from central banks can cause distortions in the fixed income markets. And you get liquidity traps and liquidity booms. Um, and it's probably a bit, of, a bit of a liquidity boom that's driving those yields down at the moment, that too much money chasing too few bonds at the moment. Um, so we'd caution about reading too much into that. But certainly, as we've been saying, you know, the, the momentum is coming out uh, of the global economy. Like it, it's still going to be a high growth rate, but the rate of increase is going to start declining. Um, and that, that's only natural. Um, and we would have, we have been saying to position yourselves for that for the last uh, couple of months at this stage. Um, and, and we're getting evidence that's the right thing to do. And even we got more in from China last week. So uh, if, if we go over the last quarter, uh, we would have seen increases in growth, economic growth forecasts in every region bar China. Uh, China didn't move at all over the quarter. And indeed, we've been looking at monthly statistics, seeing the momentum coming out. It's still a high growth rate, like you're still 7 8%, but it's not the 8.59, which they would have been running at at one stage. Um and that's that 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 is is easing back, and it's probably gone into a year year growth uh, growth rate below eight percent at the moment. So China's reacted now to say, okay, we don't mind about uh, some slowdown, but we're, we're going to limit how much of a slowdown there's going to be. So they cut the reserve ratio in the banking system last week to to give a bit of support to the economies. So we'd sort of look and say, yeah, there's momentum coming out. It's still going to be a high growth rate. And look at, look, look at China. <laughs> That's only so slow they'll allow it and the authorities come back in to support it. So uh, we still think it's a, it's a growth environment that we're in. Uh, the level is just a bit lower than, than we've had over the last half, uh, two quarters. And what about, I suppose, central banks? I know there was meetings, um, both in Europe and the US, uh, last week. Uh, have they had any bearing or made any comment about this? N- not so far. Uh, I think in the ECB, they're, they're, pl- uh, plotting out their new policy. 
uh, and long run policy. So that was probably the focus of their meeting. Um, and they've to carry on again next month because they didn't get total agreement and everything in this meeting. Um, and what, when we look at that, if for, for short term indications, not much, uh, implied from it. They're still supportive. QE remains at the, at the level that they've been running it at. Um, but uh, I guess it, it, their policy framework where the Fed, they, they haven't moved as aggressively as the Fed in their policy framework. So they have, they used to say that 2% was a ceiling for inflation in the euro area. They're now saying that's a target and they'll allow inflation go above that. So kind of like what the Fed has been talking about. A big difference with them is that they are still focused on forecasts rather than actual. So the Fed has said we're going to respond. ECB are still saying we're going to react to forecasts. And forecasts have been woefully wrong about inflation for about 20 years now at this stage. Uh, so they've moved a bit towards the US, but not completely uh, aligned with the Fed yet. Maybe they'll change that in their next meeting. So it, it, it's sort of indicating that they've moved a bit to a looser policy, but not quite as or a looser policy framework, but not as loose as the US. But for market implications in the short term, not much coming through from them. From the Fed minutes, very little extra came through, except we've been talking about this um, division in the, in the Fed. And there seems to be a division between sort of the voting members and the core members and then the non-voting and the, the presidents from the regional, uh, regional federal banks. And it's just underlined the division between those. Uh, the regional ones are still a bit of less reactive forecasts, whereas the centre is saying, no, 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 we're going to react to actual data, and that's that. Uh, so I think that's all that came out of the Fed minutes. Um, I think with the what we're seeing, and probably China's reaction shows a bit of this, with the Delta variant uh, spreading uh, quite rapidly, um, authorities would be loath to do anything or say anything uh, that's anti-growth. Uh, I think that's the message we can certainly take from last week and what's going on with the virus. And I suppose net-net then, taken together, Bernard, any changes to our position or indeed uh, portfolios as you think about all of this? No, as I said, a lot of us playing out the way we would have thought. We're coming out of that recovery phase. We're going into that more mid-cycle or expansionary phase. And the thing that worried us uh, when we were doing that was that the economy would run hotter for longer. Um, and what we've seen over the last month is that that doesn't seem to be a, a concern really. So the, the course that we're taking holding a high equity exposure and really swapping around the, the, the sectoral, sectoral makeup of that equity exposure. Um, yet this seems to reinforce what we've been doing there. That concludes this week's episode of Market Pulse. For further news and analysis on markets, financial planning and investments, please go to gubbity.ie forward slash insights.